0: Hello, and welcome to Beige Journalism, the ISO Chronicles. My name is Terrell. I'm coming to you live from the isolation here in Brooklyn, New York. I started back with Beige Journalism to give an inside look into the isolation quarantine period of New York City. If you don't know by now, the coronavirus pandemic has pretty much hit the entire world. Cities and countries have been shutting down all across the globe. New York, we're right at that like isolation period. Everything hasn't fully shut down, but we, we're close. We're almost there. On Monday, March 16th, the state of New York shut down schools, restaurants, uh, gyms. Uh, that's why I'm off as a fitness instructor. And um, now I'm here. It's Thursday, March 19th. So I'm only about maybe three days into the actual isolation period. So I'm still fairly new into it. I mean, there's been people that have been on isolation for about a week now. Um, they've been working from home. And then there's some people that aren't. I mean, not even like the doctors and nurses. Just there's a lot of jobs that still are still going on in the city. At this point, I am expecting a full shutdown at some point. I mean, this virus is very contagious and uh, it's spreading pretty quick. And the only way to actually stop it is to stop everything. Dorona, as Black people like to call it, has only been in New York for a couple of weeks, and it's already up at about uh, 2,000 cases. And that's just the cases that they've, the people that they actually tested. I mean, there's so many people that they haven't tested that that definitely have it. It's probably even double the amount. That's what kind of makes this this virus so scary. Like I've never been so scared to cough around someone ever in my life. I mean, this virus has turned the world into one huge study hall. It feels like I'm in the library. Like, I don't want to make any sounds. People out here holding their breath and shit, uh, trying not to cough, probably fucking up their internal organs. I mean, I was on a train a few days ago. Someone fucking uh, cleared their throat, and half the train was like, what the fuck? Like, looking at this man like he, <laughs> like he was the king of the coronavirus. And I'm not even going to front. I mean, this shit even has me paranoid, bro. Like, anytime I feel any kind of cough of anything, I'm online checking everything. I'm, you know how much research I've done on the coronavirus in the last like five to seven days. I feel like I feel like I get a PhD in this shit. Like, every time I got a little sniffle, I'm on Google just typing in, like, symptoms. And I'm doing, um, I'm looking at fucking webinars of of doctors. I've been looking at uh, testimonies from people in other countries that have the, the virus. Like, just to see what's going on. And the craziest part about it is there's no real evidence of, like what the real symptoms are everything is always changing like there's no real actual studies that you could go on because it's, it's nothing that's that's clear cut just because it's so new of a virus like at first they were saying if you have a runny nose then that's not the coronavirus but then there was people that did have runny noses that do have the virus um, they were saying that you know fever if you have a fever you know there's high is a higher chance that there might be the virus or that could be the flu and then there are some people that have the virus that don't have the flu There's people that have the virus that don't have any symptoms at all which makes it even scarier because they just pass it on to people and just live in their regular everyday life and that's why this social distancing just makes sense like people want to compare this to the flu but what makes this worse is that there are a lot of cases of people that get either mild symptoms or or no symptoms at all so it's hard to know who really ha- who really has this shit i mean if you have the flu it's gonna put you on your ass you're gonna just go home you're gonna be chilling you know you're gonna be laid up you're gonna be sick but this shit there's people out here that has it and just living their everyday life i mean in the nba for example uh a few players already got tested positive for it. a couple players that had it one of the players christian wood uh for the pistons he went out he had the corona he went out and had 30 for two games like he had career highs like this man was playing the best basketball of his life with the corona and for other people they get the same thing and they're dying unfortunately and from my understanding the real reason why we have to do this isolation is because we don't want the panic to get outrageous or uncontrollable um a lot of these doctors, they always talk about like places in Italy and all these other countries that already experienced it a little bit more than we have. They have a lot of uh, people coming in and they don't have enough beds for them in the hospitals. So they don't have enough people, they don't have enough bodies to actually help these people and that's why there's a lot more deaths because... They probably could save these people, but they just don't have the manpower or the machinery to, to actually do so. And that's why they have to do the isolation here and everywhere just so they could just stop this virus where it is and kind of control it as much as they possibly can. As you can imagine, just like pretty much every other city in the world that's dealing with this, it's been pretty crazy as far as like the panic that's that's been going on. I mean, the supermarkets have been flooded. Maybe not so much now, but especially last week when it first really hit, a lot of people were lining up for the supermarkets, buying all the toilet paper and all the other bullshit, and it's like did you really look into this this virus like are you there's people standing on lines uh to get into these these supermarkets which means that the supermarkets are full and now you're going inside touching all the stuff that hundreds of other people are touching talking to the same counter people that a hundred other people have been interacting with it's like have you really studied this shit like <laughs> you're kind of that's the the supermarkets probably have the most crowds in the city if you really think about it because they shut everything else down so it's like you're actually putting yourself at risk by standing on these lines and, and forcing your way into these these crowded uh supermarkets with a whole bunch of other people that you don't know And you could always tell the people that over panic and probably get their information off of like memes because just because of the shit that they do. Like there's people that have like masks, like the regular construction mask, even though most of these doctors say that those masks don't do shit unless you know that you have it. You just don't want to spread it. I mean, as far as getting it, those masks aren't good. You need like the surgical mask, which you don't have access to or probably don't have the money to because you could only wear them for like five hours at a time but it's like i understand little mask you know just self-protection i get that but it's like they'll have the mask on but then they won't have the gloves and from my understanding i mean my little fake uh google phd i mean i don't think it's really that uh, like an airborne type of thing like if it's in the air if you're outside you you're probably going to be good unless you're like directly talking to someone that has the virus i mean in the air it's only like three hours it survives, but on actual shit like paper and uh metal all that type of shit is days so the gloves i feel like are more important than the actual mask but i get it though i mean do what what you feel comfortable doing i mean if you feel like you're doing your thing with the mask and all that just stay with that make sure you're isolated i'm fully fine with it I mean, on the brighter note, this whole thing with this the social distancing is actually not too bad on on new yorkers like i've I've been on the train and people are are actually giving each other space and stuff like they're skipping seats, no one's standing in front of each other it's it's actually it's actually pretty nice if you if you think about it on the brighter side and this is also the cleanest I've ever seen New York City. I mean, I was born here thirty two years now and i've never seen this city so clean i mean i've never seen them clean the trains like they like they have been doing like i don't think i've ever seen them clean the trains period but they're out here really scrubbing they spraying and shit i'm like wow this is this is a new city like i see people in the gyms i mean i've been working in gyms for about nine years this is the most i've ever seen people clean up after themselves they're spraying shit down they're wiping wiping down equipment they're re-racking i was like okay like this this shit this my might be some good uh, after all you know what i'm saying like we might be able to get something good after this i mean after new yorkers get over their first initial personal bullshit they they tend to rally around each other around situations like this like i mean the last time something like this has happened was probably sandy sandy i mean that's the last time i seen the, sh- the city kind of shut down like this um and then before that was the the blackout and then before that obviously it was 9-11 and the thing is, I mean, I've, I've lived in New York for all of those events, and typically after New Yorkers get over their first initial problems, you know, they usually tend to band together, and, and that's what they're doing here now. I mean, there's a lot of, like, restaurants and different companies and different people that are supporting each other. Um, they're supplying, like, kids with... Uh, food um that might not have had the opportunity to since the schools are closing uh, it's a lot of people doing good out here i don't don't want to make it sound like it's, it's terrible there's a lot of people in new york that are banding together helping out uh, small businesses things like that which is great I mean this is unlike anything we've ever seen i know that i've never seen this in my lifetime i mean the last time i would think the entire world was affected by something would probably be what the world wars but even that has even hit as many countries as this i mean this is pretty much shut down the entire world and even though this might seem crazy this is unprecedented i mean um i think that this will will actually die down um, I think we will, we will all come out of this hopefully stronger and, um, we'll learn a lot of lessons from this too, as well. Um, shout out to all the like first responders, scientists, doctors, nurses, uh, putting their life on the line, literally, uh, doing a great job right now. Shout out to everyone that's out there. That's in isolation. Uh, feel free to, to hit me up on base journalism on IG uh, hit up my email, Terrell at ITA Movement. Um, I'm also a personal trainer, so I'm doing online training for people that's at home not looking to work out. Hit me up on IG at ITA.movement. I'm um, gonna have a plenty of episodes here. We got, we're gonna be here for a long time. <laughs> we're not going anywhere. I know I'm not going anywhere. So stay tuned. And like that, we out of here. how be when you cough now? <coughs> stop <laughs> playing, son. Stop yes, that shit, yo. The fuck out of here, yo. Fuck, oh, is you doing? Nah, yo, stop playing with niggas like that, son. Ain't the time for that stupid shit. Stop playing, for real, though. The fuck out of here, yo. Nah, this nigga called for me, shit, son. Ain't the time for that shit. Word two, boy.